Frankie speaking, you should. So, why now? Meanwhile, WhatsApp updated the privacy policy, the storm of rage rose against it, Telegram and Signal users increased exponentially amidst this. You might have dared to open an account on the Signal, but your mornings won't start without checking WhatsApp, mine too true isn't it? What does the new privacy policy have to say? Does it really matter? What data would Facebook get, if you accept this policy, tons of questions might have rised in the curious mind. New WhatsApp Privacy Policy Above infographic put some light on what data would be shared with Facebook. But what this data really means? Does it really matter? Digital data, in information theory and information systems, is the discrete, discontinuous representation of information or works. Numbers and letters are commonly used representations. It's just you're the personal data of your messages, location, contacts, clicks, status, etc. If that's what you are thinking, wake up. That's the only thing I can say. The classic dilemma. Just like the above graphic, the amount of data industry sums up to $4 trillion today in market value. The data-fueled applications of artificial intelligence projected, by McKinsey would generate $13 trillion in new global economic activity by 2030. So what data these applications really collect? The data collected by apps. The choice is yours. What you choose to use, to share, and most importantly, engage in. Turning back to our topic privacy, what does it really mean? As per Wikipedia, digital privacy is often used in contexts that promote advocacy on behalf of individual and consumer privacy rights and e-services, and is typically used in opposition to the business practices of many e-marketers, businesses, and companies to collect and use such information and data. In simple words, your data belongs to you and one cannot use it without your approval. If you're not paying for it, you become the product. I have simple question for you, have you ever thought about this? You meet a person physically and do not exchange any contact details. Still you see particular profile on Facebook few days later in the suggested friends list. If yes then that's how our real lives and virtual lives have no difference in them and digital life is influencing physical lives and thoughts more than ever. Unlike old times, we constantly face the screen, whether it's mobile, laptop, tablets or TVs. Don't you really think this isn't affecting the mental and physical well-being? The mobile apps you use generate enormous amount of data. Few include Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. One simple solution is to use browsers instead whenever possible. When we looked at the data of 11,000 user rescue time users who actively use the app, we found that most people, on average, spend 3 hours and 15 minutes on our phones. Now, that's just an average. When we break these numbers down, we see that the top 20% of smartphone users have daily screen time in excess of 4.5 hours. Link. Looking for this is not that much difficult just check out digital well-being in your Android settings. Action Dash, another app available on Play Store gives beautiful insights as well. So what? Why should you worry? Think about the following points. Another example is Cambridge Analytica. This is the data firm in the US. As per some whistleblowers, they have 5,000 data points on each and every one of the 87 million American voters. This is just one of the case that has come under the light because of some whistleblowers. These social media platforms analyze your behavior, clicks, likes, comments, posts, shares and create your detailed interest profile which includes your interests, what you like, which type of posts you interact more with and such information that you yourself and your family members didn't even know about. The picture is not much different in India as well. The consequences of same can be observed in Lok Sabha elections 2019. One name that might be highlighted for this is BJPIT Cell. A book by Swati Chaturvedi I am a troll, 
Inside the secret world of BJP's digital army gives good insights about this topic. In Myanmar, the prevalence of hate speech, disinformation and bad actors on Facebook has had a negative impact on freedom of expression, assembly and association for Myanmar's most vulnerable users, the report says. This has led to the suppression of free speech, violence and hate campaigns, and self-censorship by women, minorities and other vulnerable members of society. Myanmar military officials were behind a systematic campaign on Facebook to target a mostly Muslim Rohingya minority, an investigation by the New York Times found. Human rights groups say this campaign has led to murder, rape and forced migration. Link. Greater than so far, so good, not really, but let's say it. What you can do at personal level? Use browser instead of mobile app. Turn on notifications for urgently required apps only. Use private search engines like DuckDuckGo if possible. Use the following stuff. ProtonMail. Tor browser slash Firefox. Signal slash Telegram. Use VPN, or bot. For more updates follow the following links. EDPS, at eu underscore edps https colon slash slash and slash bill. Internet Freedom Foundation, IFF, at Internet Freedom Privacy at the UN, at Privacy UN Privacy International, at Privacy and Edward Snowden, at Snowden HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash Chris and Silico. HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash disinfo EU. Check out these documentaries on Netflix. Be privacy aware, put your views in the comments below. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter for more updates.